Hey everyone. Well, new data shows that the moon is a lot older than once believed. Meanwhile, the earth is a lot younger than previously thought. Dropping sea levels expose ancient cave carvings and landscapes never before seen. What ancient remains have been uncovered after being hidden beneath dust and ice for millennia? Speaking of bygone culture, why did the CCP in int intimidate South Korea into banning a performing arts group and also pressure Apple into strong-arming Jon Stewart? Join us, Ben and Rob from Edge of Wonder for a deep dive into ancient history, a live Q&A, the top 10 weirder news of the week, and the answer to the question, why does the <laughs> CCP hate fun? So we'll see you guys out on the edge of fun. And are you listening to our Edge of Wonder podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or elsewhere? Please leave us a five-star rating and review to help us reach even more people. And also remember to like, follow, subscribe on Rumble and YouTube and Ganjing World and everywhere else that and you're... wherever else you are. Yeah. <laughs> ben, how you doing? Pretty good, Rob. How are you? Good. Yeah, it's been a pretty... I, I think it, it's safe to say that the weeks keep getting wilder. Yeah. You know? Uh, so Twitter seems to be like the wild, wild west these days. And uh, <laughs> I kind of like just staying off of it, to be honest. It's a little bit out of control. Uh, yeah, it can be. But uh, yeah, anyway. Well, ho hopefully this episode gives you a break from all that. Yeah, because uh, there's just so much going on in the world right now that we are just like, <clears throat> let's just focus more on uh, interesting things. Exactly. And uh, especially with all the censorship right now, too, it's not it hasn't been easy, as you guys all know. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I have a question for you, Ben. Yes. Um, what would you do if you walked outside and you looked at your deck and there was a hole in it and the hole was smoking? <laughs> um, like smoking hole in your deck. Yeah, I, I would hope that someone didn't fire a cannon or <laughs> or something fell from the sky <laughs> i would assume yeah so, so so this arkansas family suspects that a meteorite caused a smoking hole in their deck <clears throat> look at this man that's crazy so John Devane's family woke up to the smell of smoke in their house at about 3 a.m. They discovered the smoke coming from a hole in their deck, which had apparently caught fire. The flames were extinguished when a corner of the family's hot tub melted from the heat. Look at that. That's crazy. <laughs> Causing it to pour water into the deck. Hmm. So mysteriously, the firefighters uh, investigated the hole in the deck and were unable to identify the likely cause other than that it appeared the fire had started from the ground up. So later, Devane used a magnet on the debris and found a small magnetic rock in the hole left by the fire. The U.S. Geological Survey uh, can examine the rock, but it will take well over a year to complete. Why does it take them so long to complete that study? <laughs> Ridiculous. A year? I have no idea. You, you know, and then the more I keep looking into these survey things or, or like um, these, how like they 
the scientists study like geology like geology and how they like rate things and look at like how far back things are right. it, it's so flawed that that it's actually comical um like what they use and how they date these things now they it, it seems like it's very official but then it's like oh yeah well we couldn't it's hard to date a rock so they they find things that are like nearby to date date it and and that's Which where it's gotta like, be the most inaccurate way to date something ever yeah it's so strange it really is why don't so. they just, and, and my question is like why aren't they just open about that you know just say that you don't know <laughs> and tell us what you did well, so that can. we can scrutinize it yeah that's the main thing um, they and then when you when you actually call them out people will be like just because you don't understand science doesn't mean they don't it's like, right actually, that's do you understand common sense <laughs> i kind of feel like we understand common sense and you don't like why would you not question stuff isn't that the whole idea behind science is to question uh, that, that, i mean it completely is i mean that's that's what you do you you ask questions in science and then you 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 do research based on those questions and you test hypotheses and and then um do conduct studies and whatnot and then it's like oh okay this is either this way or that way and here it is but it's yeah. not like that and you can just anymore. say to our best knowledge it's this but it's limited instead of like writing it in stone you know yeah oh it's and so frustrating it, it really is i i think that's that's it well and, you know and, and obviously we we kind of know why now it is that way um especially when when you, when there's a lot of money involved and that, or or somebody who's like life work you know it's like oh I've researched this for 60 years and I wrote the book on everything that you know, or there is to know about this, you know, X, Y, Z topic. And then it's like, you know, as we're going to get into our weirder news, we're going to find out that a kid kind of flipped the whole medical industry upside down. And it's like, if a kid can do this, why can't, you know, companies that are making um, lots of money and have lots of resources be able to do something like this, you know? So we're going to get into that when we when we do our weirder news segment. So so if you like what you're hearing here, all this like weird stuff later in the show, we have a rise.tv exclusive segment called the top 10 weirder news of the week. So we have a miracle, an ancient weapon uncovered, someone stuck in a really unfortunate place and a kid that turned the medical industry upside down. So. So we'll get onto that later in the show when we get over to Rise TV. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. So <clears throat> next is, uh, I mean, the moon is way older than they thought. Here's a, uh, a geochemical perspective letters.org article here. What? What is going on in this photo? <laughs> I feel like this is lewd. <laughs> Okay, this is the Apollo 17. He's, he's he's using his Dyson to vacuum the moon. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, uh, you know, well, yeah, okay. We'll, you, will get in, you can get into this and then we'll kind of. Well, yeah, yeah, so using an atom probe tomography, that must be what that is. Although, wait. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just, I'm thinking of that photo and thinking that that was them on the moon, but they haven't been to the moon in like 70 years, have they? 
Yeah, 19, what? Yeah. Well, okay, I mean, this is like a big Mandela effect. Oh, right? it is. That was like everyone remembers one moon landing, and we were like, we only went to the moon once, but actually there's been 24 Americans that walked on the moon. So, um, so they say. So they say. And I, well, I, I can't remember if Apollo 17 or 18 was the last mission. I think it was 18. It was the one, all this weird. I remember, yeah. We I remember it. us doing that episode and, and being... It was Apollo 17, I think. Yeah, I, th I think you may you may be right. E even um, Neil deGrasse Tyson mentioned in a video that <clears throat> we we haven't been to the moon. Like we went once and we haven't been back. So it's like clearly. Yeah, why is there mass out. confusion around this? <clears throat> well, I, I I mean this this is like you know it's really funny because I I, I we, like when we first started doing Edge and Wonder and we we were talking about the moon landing and everything I went to like very extremely educated people that you know have degrees and everything else and I was asking them um what how many times we've been to the moon and like everyone every one of them said well we only went once <laughs> yeah and I was like no and then, and then it's like, oh, this is so weird, you know? So, um, yeah, the, the, the moon landing is definitely a weird one for me. Um, you know, and we were kind of talking about that prior to the show starting about how um, you brought the point about other languages, which kind of blew my mind. Oh, yeah. Well, so, what, I, what we were saying was like, you know, there's all of these different Mandela effects that people are finding. Some of them are lamer than others. Some of them like seem like there's a there's a lot there. I was just thinking like, you know, we're only in, on this show documenting those cases that are in English. Like imagine what's happening in every language. Like I'm not even close to aware of what's happening in every single different culture. Like are these happening in it in Italy? Are these happening in France? Are these happening in China? China's a massive country. Like, mm -hmm. imagine the implications of one character being changed in Chinese. Like, it it would change everything. Like, that's, that's like, crazy to think about, you know? Yeah, it is. I, I haven't, and, and when you brought that up, it kind of blew my mind. Because I was like, that's something I haven't even really looked into. As much as I, like, dived into the Mandela effect, well, it, I haven't really looked into, like, other countries. Hard to look into. I mean, you don't speak any of those languages. Like, you need to I, find someone who can help you. Yeah, I mean, it's true. But I wonder, yeah, I'm sure I'll be able to come across something or, or like anyone listening to this, you know, comment, like make a comment below this video and let us know if you, you know, if you're from another country or you speak another language, if you ever came across anything, because I'm really, really curious to know about that. Yeah, that that's that's a really good point. It's like because it, 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 there's no way it's only happening in English and, and in America. You know, it's got to be another other places too and other either pop culture or history or any, mm. any of the above. So I think it's a good point. Well, okay. Back to the moon here. Yes. Right. So the, the moon is way older than they thought. So using atom probe tomography, scientists investigated zircon grains brought back by the Apollo missions and found them to be 40 million years older than they originally thought which is a very specific date. So I'm imagining that it could be a lot more than that, even. <laughs> Considering what we were just talking about, about yeah. how science, you know, dates things. <laughs> so, 
does make you question a lot. <laughs> so yeah, this new info places the birth of the moon at around 4.46 billion years ago. But let us remind you that they really have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. You know, yeah. one of the things that I was I was seeing today, and this is kind of interesting, is that they now this is like I don't believe anything on the moon, just so that you guys know. But if this is true, it's interesting because my my theory is that the moon was put there by something. I don't know what it just it can't. Why is it hollow? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. OK, they found that the rocks on the moon were very identical to those found on the Earth which would mean that potentially something hit the earth, like a comet or something massive hit the earth and something broke off and then it created the moon, which I don't think happened, but some, a comet yeah. could have hit the earth and then it could have sprayed earth rock onto the moon. That's possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, we, we like, we really dived into this on a couple of different episodes we have a whole moon series too about what really happened on the moon or at least what we think um but yeah like one of the theories the other theories is that it was a just a big huge comet that was traveling through our solar system and it got pulled on on earth's gravitational pull and then it just kind of locked in place that way however um what a lot of scientists that are are more open-minded uh, said about that was that it would be impossible because the sun's gravitational pull is so much stronger and the moon is, is big. The moon is like 30% of keep that um, up. Lindsay. The moon is well, earth is 30% more of the moon. So, so like the moon is, um, 30% of the size of the, of the earth, which most moons in our solar system are only like five to 10 at the very, very most. Most of them are just around like five. So our moon is huge. And so most scientists were saying that if if that were the case, it would have gone to the sun and not our earth because our or to another planet like Jupiter, which is so much bigger. And the gravitational pull is so much bigger. So you want, um you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. So I have been attempting to traverse. Uh, accounts of the moon in Chinese language with the help of one of my friends that can speak Chinese. Mm -hmm. I found one, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, like one account where it literally described the moon on the dark side, exactly like this picture right here, that it is elliptical and it it's carved open on the inside and you can see on the inside of it. So all we can see, crazy. all we can see on the other side Mm -hmm. is like the roundness of the moon. But on the other side, it's exactly like this and that right. you can see the inside Crazy. of it. And it's like something like this on the inside. And that's why we've never seen like we're, we're seeing fake pictures of the dark side, like that's what is showing us. Yeah. And what Lindsay's showing right now is our, is our rise.tv where you can actually watch all those episodes we have. And, and this actually kind of, so in the 60s, there was actually a top secret program that got declassified, I think, in the 90s called Project Horizon. Whoa. Yeah, this is honest to uh, honest to God. This was a true 
uh, program, uh, you can look into it. And this is a whole document that was classified. And um, if you go to page 24, Lindsay, it actually shows a photo of what, so what Project Horizon was um, after Roswell, um, they realized that there was this alien threat and the goal was to literally build a base on the moon. And they were going to use NASA at the time was first a government organization and they were going to use NASA as a front for like, you know, like, oh, we're going to go to the moon. But in reality, they were like secretly going to build like a base in Brazil. But isn't that what they actually did, though? What I think they describing? actually did this years yeah. later. I don't know if they did. It's because actually what happened, it looks like um, because Kennedy was on board. And that's why Kennedy was like really adamant about we're going to send person to the moon. And um, because according to what a lot of the researchers and the people that were presenting this said years and years and decades later was that they actually briefed uh, Kennedy on the situation. But the other aspect, what they said in this document, which it's like in passing, is that they know they, they believe that there was an alien base on the dark side of the moon. And yeah. that um, because of it, they were worried that, well, and, and, and according to, to what a lot of the research I was doing, they, they were the ones interfering with a lot of the Apollo missions, which seems to be why we stopped going to the moon because it was becoming, they were, become, they were getting more hostile. I was going to say they were becoming more aggressive probably. Yes. Yeah. Which, which if you, and again, I can't remember the last one we, we, you said Apollo 17, I can never remember if it was 18 or 17 or 18, but one of them supposedly had like a crazy, crazy, something, something really intense happened during that mission. And one of the astronauts kind of like went insane and supposedly yeah, Buzz Aldrin is definitely insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It probably wasn't him. It was someone else, but, um, but yeah, Anyway, so it was just, it was really fascinating, but get to your, your point that you said, even though this was never carried out and they were secret, like I said, they were secretly going to build a base in Brazil and like launch things in space and start sending up payloads and then build Why Brazil. Um, just because it was at the time in the sixties, it was like, it was, there was a large like the steak in the Brazilian steakhouses. Maybe that's it. Brazilian steakhouses are amazing. But I just don't like, is it closer to the, Oh yeah, it was closer to the equator. That, that was it. That was the excuse they used because the closer to you are to the equator, the, um, the effects of gravity is a little bit different. And, yeah. and so they were, it was like, they could send a rocket with, with not having as much fuel as it would be from like, you know, sending up in the, in the U S somewhere like in Florida. So that was it. They were trying to get to the uh, close to the equator. Well, as that's why our, our, our flights places are in Texas and in Florida. Cause it's the southernmost part of, of the United the, States the close United. to the equator. Right. Yeah. They probably have secret bases. And by the way, you know, this was part of us space command at the time. And then because NASA then went to like a civilian thing and then NASA kind of shut down this program, this project horizon, and then U S space command was formed. And now we have of course space force. So, 
Space Force. Yeah. All right. We need to get into a trailer and when we get back, we'll we'll continue this conversation. And uh, we're gonna show what we have on rise.tv. And Ben is going to moon you. Just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. I assure you, vampires are just in the movies. I would swear it on my soul if I had one. <laughs> uh, what truths are lurking in our legends? They couldn't possibly be based on a real-life monster, could they? Vlad the Impaler was not just known for his war tactics. Some say that he was also the world's first vampire, Dracula. But is it all just a batty tale? Or are the movies talking about something real? Find out in part one of Edge of Wonders Halloween series, Vlad the Impaler and Dracula. I just want to say that every time I see Dracula. Oh, Dracula. And oh, yeah. Ne next week is our going to be our Halloween um, live. That will our Halloween up. super show. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. It's Tuesday. No, no. It's this Tuesday coming yeah, up. Yeah. This Tuesday. And we're going to have to get you in front of some kind of like flashlight or something and tell. Oh, yeah. Then. Yeah. I can, we yeah. can figure out. Maybe, Maybe we'll just... get like a fake fire. Something. Yeah, I can use the green screen actually. Let's do that. Okay, Has let's to be video that. though. Yeah. <laughs> like real and real in front of a fire. Okay. I don't unfortunately I don't have a fireplace in Florida. So I'm just gonna set my studio on fire. So <laughs> that would that would probably be work an too. awful idea. Yeah, not a good idea. <clears throat> all right, oh, yeah. Okay. So um so the all those episodes uh for Halloween are on rise.tv right now, and we've got an awesome lineup, super cool stuff. Uh Cleveland Torso Murders, we've got Vampires, um, the Salem Witch Trials, we've got the Ohio Melonheads, we've got Creepy Forests, you name it, you'll be entertained for Halloween. If you'd like to support our work, we could really use the help. And uh, you get so much in return, so many videos, like hundreds and hundreds of videos. You could probably search for anything on there and find an answer to it. We've done tons and tons of research. I mean, think about how many hours we've spent in front of the camera making all of this stuff. It actually kind of blows my mind after a while. <clears throat> I, I don't I don't I don't even know. Gosh. Yeah. That's crazy to think about how many hours how many hours you spent in front of the computer in general. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, those vampire ones are really, really interesting. It goes all the way from back in time to now. Oh, this one right here, the Saint Germain one. It's a really cool dig on uh Saint Germain, who is this reported figure in in um in history who is said to have never died and uh, john reveals some crazy remote viewing data in that episode mm. so definitely go check that out <clears throat> wow yeah. okay and we of course we just released our our ghost ships um so those are most the two most recent uh, shows that Rob and I uh, for Edge of Wonder have um, for our produced show. And then, of course, we have uh, also like scary hauntings and mysteries. And then we also have our um, our um, the Cleveland Torso murders. So and then you have some stuff that you did for metaphysical, too. So, yep. Yeah, so um, 
here it is as uh, to kind of wrap up that last um, uh, subject on the moon. <clears throat> the earth may have formed over 100 million years, but some of the older remains that are being dated <clears throat> could be from other celestial debris that combined to form that earth. So here's this uh, article here, earth younger than previously thought says scientists. Now, Ancient civilizations remains that we find here may have actually come from a chunk of another planet that eventually ended up here when the earth formed. Like that is a crazy concept. Think mm -hmm. about that for a second. Some of the stuff that's like, who knows when those pyramids are from? Yeah, seriously. You know, well, I mean, and that could explain a lot. Like for, for example, the 2 billion year old nuclear reactor that we, we've yeah, covered. Republic. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like, um, they've, I mean, this is, it's, we've talked about it. It's, it's a hundred percent true. They found this nuclear reactor. They can't really explain it. They're like, Oh, it's the only natural nuclear reactor we have ever found, even though it has a very rational layout. Like we, we break it down in the video, even had an area where it was disposing all of the, um, what I want to say, all of the, the, the leftover, um, uranium. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The uranium. Mm -hmm. in that mine had been extracted and utilized. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's that? Like, you don't do that unless you're an intelligent species. Like, that doesn't just happen. It just can't happen in nature. Yeah. I mean, it was like, they, they it was literally like, okay, we're going to extract this ore. We're going to process this ore. And then, it, then it's like, you know, it was all like. Yeah. Think about how, like, if you guys watched Oppenheimer, like how hard it was for them to get that uranium into one place so that they could use it. Yeah. It was like a very intent filled, you know, like process. I mean, it's crazy. And uranium is like scattered about, like you have to pull it out and it's only in these like little pockets that you can get it. I mean, it's not easy. Right. No, well, yeah, okay, and then and then the, the 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 nuclear waste aspect. That's what I was trying to say. The plutonium, and they they were like, you know, if you read prior to to really what they found, it's like, oh, plutonium. It's impossible for plutonium to be naturally occurring in nature. And then all of a sudden, they found this nuclear reactor, and they're like, oh, plutonium can be made in nature. But it's like, no, no, it, it really can't. Like, no. you need water so pure you need like you literally need like a, a reactor to to make plutonium like it you, you just can't you just can't produce it so anyway um the point of all of that was uh yeah it's like you know who knows you know if, if the earth is like four billion years old then it's like who knows what has happened in those four billion years i mean so much would be decayed over that time that we wouldn't even find anything like hardly anything left. It would just be either destroyed underwater or in rock in the earth or something. So, you know, who knows, like, yeah, what's crashed into our planet, what's formed in our planet, you know, major, our planet could have even been bigger than it was. And like, and some asteroid came and like, you know, who, who like it, it, there's so many, variables and well, again science won't really yeah. get into it and speaking of that this ancient face carving was found as the amazon water level drops to record lows like look at this so <laughs> this is the crazy this is this is crazy 
it says now this is this is so i just like this is what kills me like can you pull that article back up it says human faces sculpted into stone up to 2000 years ago you're telling me this happened 2000 years ago like how do you even know that this could yes. have been this could have been 40,000 years ago uh, and again they can't they can't look at the rock so so th this is this is because I, I, I've been studying this, like how scientists actually carbon date something and they can't look at the rock because if they look at the rock itself, well, the rock may be like a billion years old or whatever, you know, so it's like we can't really carbon look at when this was carved by looking at the rock. So what they have to do is look around the area and look for any kinds of like ancient tools or um some kind of weapons or, or or any any anything that they can find to use in one site they used a piece of wood that was found and that's how they 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 carbon date something and it's like really it was a piece of wood i mean it's like a, yeah that could be anything you know so it's again that that stone it's just hard to say you know it's like two thousand years ago okay maybe maybe not you know it could be way older than that but I, the ironic thing about this is that we, we keep being told that the water levels are rising when they actually seem like they're going down. So, I yeah, <laughs> it's another thing that's kind of weird. You know, it's like I, I was seeing all these photos that it was or, or these uh, articles back in the 50s and 60s, 70s, saying that, you know, eventually the the the. Uh, Statue of Liberty will be kind of like underwater at the base. And then it's like, hasn't really changed much. <laughs> no, I mean, the only way that would happen, I think, is is if the sea levels rise. Right. So I think Antarctica would have to melt significantly in order for that to happen. Well, even Antarctica, it, it's a continent. So even if the ice melts, it, it's not like it's really. Oh, oh, no, dude, there's three miles of ice on top of Antarctica. There's yeah. so much ice on the top yes. of Antarctica that it's it's putting pressure on the continent and sinking the continent into the ocean, which has raised the levels more. It has 90% of the Earth's fresh water and that three miles of ice on Antarctica. So if that crap melts, you're talking about the sea levels going up 40 feet. Well, this is, again, according to, to science. This is why well, I mean, it's, if, it's hard. If, <laughs> I mean, there's certain things, though, where it's like, is there, oh, is there five feet? No, there's not five feet of ice because we're seeing mountains peeking up over the ice just just a little bit in certain areas. Right. So it's like that would indicate that that's like 15,000 feet of of ice in those areas. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. I mean, the other aspect is you could you could take a glass, fill it completely with ice and then fill it with water and then it just melts. And then it's like it's not going to overflow. Right. But I guess if you have a bunch of ice, that's like, on yeah, but top, it's, it's on, yeah, it's on, on top. top like, I don't even, how did that happen? Maybe like, that all melts and yeah. goes into the water. It would raise sea levels according to them yeah. by 40 feet, which would, I mean, our, you know, our shores would come in like a significant amount. We would lose stuff. I mean, we would, but, be but, but yeah, but it's not like global catastrophe. I, I don't see it. Anyway, no, but. it's not global catastrophe, but it would screw things up. <laughs> it certainly would, you know? 
Yeah. Now, if if something massive fell in the ocean, like a like a um, meteorite, like a gigantic meteorite, you know, the size of like Manhattan or something, then yeah, that would cause a massive. Um, oh yeah, the, the that would world's over. Yeah. That would be <clears throat> so check this out: scientists discover ancient landscape in an area on Earth less well known than the surface of Mars. That's what? a really complicated headline. That is a really complicated template <laughs> for you. So like scientists discover ancient landscape in an area on Earth less known than the surface of Mars. That's right. Yeah. That's so weird. an ancient landscape hidden under the East Antarctic ice sheet for at least 14 million years has been revealed with the help of satellite data and planes equipped with ice penetrating radar. So these planes with ice penetrating radar and all of this has basically uh, uncovered the, I guess, the topography of of the of the land there. So scientists use the remote sensing techniques to map 32,000 square kilometers. That's 12,300 square miles of land, an area around the same size as Belgium. That's a lot. Yeah. They discovered a landscape formed by rivers prior to the continental buildup of the East Antarctic ice sheet that would have once resembled the hills and valleys of present-day North Wales. The well-preserved nature of the landscape makes it particularly special. It is rare to find relatively unmodified landscapes underneath a continental ice sheet. Normally, the movement of the ice as it fluctuates in size and moves would erode and grind down the relic landscape. So the research team does not know what plant and wildlife might have once have might have once inhabited the area, but the evidence of rivers suggests flowing water was present, making it highly likely the landscape was vegetated. Now, the reason why they were saying that this landscape is known less than Mars is because it's easy to see the surface of Mars, even with telescopes. It's very, very difficult, according to them, to see <laughs> the topography of Antarctica through the ice sheet. Well, and and then when you use Google Maps, it, it everything's blurred out or, or blown out now, so you can't even you can't even look at it. So who knows? the The question is like, who knows what they're finding down there? Um, that's always been the major question about you know why are so many resources going to Antarctica? Of course. The other aspect is, is like, you know, you want to do something in secret or build some kind of secret base. I mean, no one's going to bother you there. So, yeah, <laughs> you're totally hidden from, you know, and this and this kind of goes into the flat earth theory. You know, I mean, I mean, this is why I think, you know, they're promoting the flat earth theory because it even hides even more what they're doing in Antarctica. If Antarctica doesn't exist, then it's like. Oh, then we can do whatever we want. Well, now. If it, not only if it doesn't exist, but if most of the things that they're doing are to study and do communications or comms in space, mm -hmm. then it would serve them well for this flat earth theory to be spreading around because yeah. then you're never going to imagine that they're doing that stuff down there. And that could be its its main purpose. Yeah, it could you know? be a uh, 100%. And, um, I mean, and also like we have no idea what they're capable. I mean, I'm talking about like, you know, whoever is kind of in control at this point, like what they're capable of building. I mean, they could literally 
have something maybe not as the scale as the Death Star, but I mean, you know, some, I mean, obviously we, we, we have the international space station, right. But it makes me definitely question that they've probably got something way more sophisticated out there. And th that's like the public, everyone knows about that, but there's probably something else and they could be experimenting with all kinds of like communication aspects that we, we can't even like comprehend, maybe even like psychic, you know, trying to enhance uh, like, <clears throat> like some uh, Montauk project stuff down there. Yeah. 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 I, 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 because I mean, it, it seems like a lot of the alien crafts that that's how a lot of them are, are being flown is that, you know, all through like a mental connection. Um, so if that's the case, then you could take that one step further and, and be like, what if we can like send signals to each other? And then we wouldn't really necessarily need like either technology or, you know, a mass amount of equipment if we can figure out how to amplify because all it is, is just wave patterns. And if you could figure out how to find those wave patterns and send it out and receive it, then it's like, you know, whether through a machine or through another device that someone has hooked up to, then it would probably pretty be pretty easy to do in the long run mm. so anyway well uh okay we need to sh we're going to show another trailer you guys um we're going to show the cthulhu and the kraken for our seas episode and then we'll get back and we'll start talking about how the ccp hates entertainment seafaring voyagers traverse the vast seas sailing for distant lands, lost treasure, ferocious sea beasts, and new worlds beyond the old. But what if their searches across the ocean surface miss truths that lie much deeper? What secrets hide in the Bermuda Triangle? Why do octopuses exhibit an ethereal intelligence we can't quite explain? Are sightings of the Kraken and giant squids more than mere stories? Some creatures have been found to not just survive, but to thrive at depths and conditions we never thought possible. Which begs the question, what has been written off in history as imaginings or myths that may actually be pointing to other dimensions, alien worlds, or fantastic beings that aren't supposed to exist? Join Edge of Wonder for a deep dive into the cryptids of the abyss. What has hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail? It's the Jersey Devil, the mysterious cryptid that haunts the forests and skies of New Jersey. But this beast has a story beyond legend. Locals actually claim to be descendants of the original Jersey Devil. What unexplainable things have happened that would convince anyone this creature is lurking in the shadows. Why were Ben Franklin and Teddy Roosevelt part of the story? 
What kind of devilish winged lizard beings are really hiding out in the cosmos? Are all claims of the Jersey Devil just a hoax? It's time to crack open the edge files and pull out one of our most classified cases yet. As we ask, is this flying fiend real? Find out all about it in Tales of the Cryptids, Episode 2, The Jersey Devil. Only on edgeofwonder.tv. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, yeah, so the Jersey Devil. Um, that was a crazy episode. <laughs> yeah, it was. So we, we had a few cryptids that we did with dragons, Jersey Devil, um, Mothman. Mm. All on you can find those all on rise.tv and then also um the seas too. And then it kind of it also, I mean, it kind of goes into yeah, the cryptid aspect when you when you're talking about the seas, you're like the seas, matey. Oh, matey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, you can all find that on um uh rise.tv. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, John Stewart. Tell tell me a little bit about this, Ben. Yeah, so this is really fascinating because John Stewart and Apple parted ways over disagreements about China. So um, and believe it or not, John Stewart's show uh wasn't really that popular for the first season. In fact, um Apple was thinking about canceling his show, and then by the second or third season it just blew up and he, he actually got an Emmy for or nominated for an Emmy Emmy for his show. And so what, and he, he wanted creative uh, direction over his show. That was one of the things that he was really adamant about. And then um, Apple was bowing down to China and he, he, the word he used was hamstrung. He said he refused to be hamstrung by Apple. And so he parted, they parted ways. So, I mean, this is, this is a major, major thing for him because I mean, you imagine like you have this super successful show on Apple TV, no less. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're like, I'm not going to give into what China wants. And even though Apple is, and he just walked away. Well, yeah. So we all know that, all of Apple's products are made in China. They're trying to actually get away from that now, it seems. They're trying to start getting them made, at least in part in India. India. And, like and I think I don't think that this is unique to just Apple. I think a lot of other companies are seeing like, hey, we need to get out of Apple. Like they're oh, sorry, we need to get out of China. They're China. you know yeah. partially insane. Um, so what looks like happened is, you know, John Stewart is creating a show it's a show on politics so apple knowingly invited a show on politics onto their platform i guess to try it out and then when the rubber hit the road and john started to want to talk about mm -hmm. the truth about china and start hitting them on stuff because they're actually crazy right yeah. you know um china probably picked up the phone and said hey if you want to keep making iphones you're going to shut this guy up and so, you know, bless you, Apple, you know, probably picked up the phone and tried to start a nice conversation <clears throat> with John. And John was just like, look, I'm not. Yeah, 
I, I'm going to talk about China. This is my show. Like, no, you cannot tell me what to talk and not to talk about. I think probably just because of his, you know, right um, <laughs> to or for like freedom of press, really. You know, mm -hmm. and, and the reality is that the corporations are going to dictate what these media companies that they hire are going to say. That's what happens every time. And John walked instead, mm -hmm. which, you know, I don't blame him. I don't always agree with everything John says or does, but at this least he's right on this. I mean, it's pretty amazing because not many people are really able to stand up to China amidst like, you know, some kind of personal gain that they would have or lose in this case. But actually he did a show. So him and, um, uh, Seinfeld guy, um, can't think of his name, first name, but anyway, um, Jerry? They, yeah, 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 yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. So they had a show called something about, um, driving. I don't know. They, they were in their car anyway, and they were just like go around different things. It was and like driving with comedians or something. Yeah. It's something like that. And comedians one of the in cars getting coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It was something like that. Yeah. And one of in one show that they had, they're in New York and they came across um, fallen Dafa practitioners um, protesting, mostly just meditating in front of um, the Chinese consulate in New York. And so they actually like talked about this and they were kind of they were criticizing the CCP in the video and just talking about like why they're doing, you know, why they're out there and they're just these peaceful meditators, you know, and, and whatnot. So it's kind of interesting that, that they actually had that in one of their shows. So I think that he's like pretty clear on, you know, how, really how evil the CCP is and what they've been doing. And so oh, and how scary what they've been doing recently is, you know, mm -hmm. anyone with their eyes half open can see it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or anyone can actually like everyone can see it. It's not, it's more of like, if their eyes focused on money or, <laughs> or, uh, you know, the truth about what's really happening in China. So, um, so in 2021, it was reported by the New York times that, that Apple agreed to store <clears throat> the personal data of its Chinese customers in a database whose computer servers are controlled by a state owned company. Yeah. You know what that means? Well, the, I mean, China moved even for Americans, they moved all of their cloud servers over to China. Well, so I mean, any like, servers in China, even mm -hmm. if they're in Apple's factory are are being yeah. like <laughs> controlled it's, by the CCP. All, yeah. <clears throat> Anything me, in China is being controlled by the CCP at this point. What that seems to mean is that was like a that was like a, a, a measure of strength there that China was trying to force them to do something that they wanted them to do you know like they're probably doing that all the time really testing stuff with them and this is probably why apple is trying to pull out and find places elsewhere to get their phones made like india or wherever well and even in that situation it's in one it was it's really hard to find information about the indian company that was making supposedly going to make the iphones i don't know if they've made the switch yet apple announced it it was hard to find a lot of information on this, but what I found was that the Indian company was still owned by a Chinese company. <laughs> it's like they just had, it was like they just opened a factory in India, but it was still kind of owned by China. So it's like by 
them moving over, are they really escaping from China or is it just like, oh, well, uh, you know, it's just like, we'll just do this over here. But it's like, you know, kind of one and the same. And and then also a lot of the Indian workers that were there were complaining because Apple didn't want to pay them as much. You know, they still wanted to pay what they were paying the Chinese employees. And it's like, well, you know, it's not going to fly in India because it's almost slave labor what's happening in China. So with Foxconn and um, we've, we've done a lot of deep dives into Foxconn, but, it, but if you don't know, Foxconn is what makes most of the electronics overseas and um, people who do like you're, you're essentially, it's almost borderline slave labor. Like you work, live and eat in the same building and you, you, you uh, it's very strict hours um, and you don't really get overtime and there's been multiple suicides that have happened, which is why Apple has been so criticized so much because they're, they're very vocal about, um, you know, all your, whatever your, what is that? Your, those scores and, you know, oh, the being, scores. yeah. And all of that and everything else. But when it comes to China, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like, it's all, it's all, it's all like virtue signaling really they're like mm -hmm. talking about climate change and all of this stuff and then you know you've got what's really going on in china being a completely different issue you know yeah like well i wish we would care about people as much we would care about like climate change because the <laughs> esg score is like you know what i mean yeah, exactly <clears throat> exactly no one's paying attention to no no because every company is using china and that's that's the big issue well and and, and really the question is like what what hasn't China, the CCP, what haven't they gotten their little tentacles into? I mean, here we here we have it. Like South Korea blocks U.S. performing arts company raising concerns over Chinese influence. Did you see this? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's wild. So South yes. Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol was elected in 2022 on a platform that promised to bring the nation closer to the United States and take a stronger stance against Beijing. And here they are going completely the opposite way. Yeah, so that commitment from Mr. Yoon is now being put to the test as an American performing arts company has been told that it can't perform in South Korea as a result of influence from the Chinese Communist Party. Local Shenyan organizers say that Seoul's Two major theaters have so far rejected the group's bid to perform as a result of pressure from the CCP. Internal documents obtained by the Epoch Times reveal that the Chinese embassy in South Korea has for years waged an intimidation campaign aimed at both theaters as well as the South Korean government, threatening economic and political repercussions if the country allows Shen Yun to perform there. Economic and political repercussions. So they're mm -hmm. threatening them with money. Well, listen to this. Quote, we are not trying to make things difficult for Shen Yun, but the Chinese government is going to inflict tens to hundreds of billions in damage to us. So what can we do? Bohe Park, then retired vice president of the Tonggil Foundation, which owns the theater, later told Shen Yun's local pre presenters, adding that he wished Shen Yun success. Yeah, this this happened. Um year a few years back um shin yun was going to perform in korea and actually everything the theater was sold out everything was set 
and it was days before the performance and um a couple people uh within shen yun uh, some of the main lead dancers they were denied visas to go to um to go to korea uh it, it was like a whole bunch of them actually i think and so for that reason they uh were not able to perform and there was it was a big ordeal and um because it was like even it seemed like the theater was fine with it and everything else but it was the it was like some local government official that stopped it and and again it was because of the pressure of the ccp and um you know i don't it's not like i don't think they want they don't want them to perform it's just that I mean, he, I mean, it says you said you read it right there. Hundreds of billions of dollars in damage to us. So what can we do? How, how is that possible, though? I, um, I like I kind of want details on that. Like, can't you just I mean, they're not even a part of your country. What are they going to do? Come in. Just have the president tell the United States. I mean, theoretically, yeah. not that Biden's going to do anything, but you know what I mean? Right. I mean, and, uh, that, I, I don't know how much of Korean products are made in China, you know, because they're so close and they have a very close relationship. I think, but I think like most but, things the CCP does, it's a bluff. It's like they put all of these forces on the edge of China facing Taiwan and do nothing. They're constantly threatening to take over Taiwan. They yeah, make they are. all of these moves and do nothing. Like, you, isn't you this just probably a bluff? You know, what are they going to do? You know? <laughs> And like what? Yeah, you're right. Like inflict hundreds, like hundreds of billions of dollars. Like that's a, that's a lot of money. That's like excessive. <laughs> the only thing I can think of, I mean, I I don't I don't know. I don't even know. And this is who said that again? Who was that? Uh, he was a this vice was president. president. Yeah. Of, of a, uh, his name is Bohe Park, then Tongil retired vice president Tongil of Tongil Foundation, Foundation, which owns the theater. I mean, this isn't even like talking about a. Uh, this isn't like the the leader of South Korea here. This is just some president dude talking about this. It was from a foundation that, okay, that owns the theater. I mean, the only thing I could say is that I, I don't know, maybe there was like some real estate deals going on and they're like going to pull out of that. That's the only thing I can think about. I wonder but. what that theater would do if a bunch of, uh, like people from America just went there and started holding up signs in Korean telling them to stop what they're doing <laughs> like what would they do i, I don't know, you know i mean I, mean? I, I i yeah i i mean i've been to south i was in south korea for like a week and a half and you uh, came back 30 pounds heavier i remember that <laughs> food was really good it, it's a very different culture i mean I, I when i was in hong kong compared to, to south korea you know south koreans very like really kind of stick to themselves but um yeah, we went to the border too, North Korea and South Korea. That was kind of intense. Bet. But um, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't like really too much going on, but you know, both sides have all this like military tanks. The guns being pointed at you while you were Yeah, I mean, you know, both sides have all these guards and everything else, you know, on either side. And it's just like this is so crazy. Yeah, it's weird. So, that is a weird, you know, North Korea and South Korea are evidence of of the cold war more than any other place on the planet. Like That's that true. is the place where the Berlin wall never came down. You know, it's, it's strange. 
Yeah, and and then that's the other. And this is the this is the other thing that's weird. I mean, you would think South because China is so close to North Korea and supplying North Korea with everything. It just this is why it doesn't make sense to me. Like, wouldn't shouldn't South Korea be a little bit more smarter and be like, hey, let's not get with the people or the the country that's supplying weapons to our enemy. <laughs> It's yeah, like, this is this is why it's really actually pretty ridiculous um, when you really break it down. It's like China managed to control really both sides at this point, South Korea and North Korea, and probably have just escalated the conflict between the two. And if it wasn't for China, I bet you anything it would have been resolved decades ago. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. It's just China has been propping this whole thing up. and. Yeah, and then you got Taiwan in the middle of all of this too. Yeah, so Taiwan doesn't care. The people there are just like we've been threatened our whole lives. What are they going to do? <laughs> That's how they feel. And they haven't done anything yet. They haven't done anything. Said. It's like this yeah. every day. And I, I don't really think they can. I, yeah, at this point, especially you know, they, they, and that's the good thing about. Um, at least the U.S. in this case, you know, if China did anything to Taiwan, China knows that the U.S. would um 100% back Taiwan and and retaliate against China so that's why I don't think and so would Japan I think Japan would really be willing to protect Taiwan to an extent too I think after yeah I mean especially with but although I don't know China has been infiltrated or infiltrating so many governments and organizations and that, companies and that, everything else that that's what makes it challenging I think that's where their their threat is really is mm -hmm. this like monetary and blackmailing kind of bullying that they do because when it comes to like physically getting involved they seem to not do that directly they do things behind the scenes they'll use the triads they'll use these different organizations to carry things out you know like a lot of even what people don't even understand is that a lot of what's going on in the islamic state has been propped up by china Mm -hmm. So a lot of what we're seeing over yeah. there in the Middle East is being propped up by China and everyone's just like, oh, Israel and, and Hamas and all of this stuff. And it's like, yo, look into it, like <clears throat> follow the money. You'll see how much these big all of it. dogs on the block are actually involved with that wow. stuff. Yeah. Big banks, China, where, all of the above. Yeah. Where, where's the money? The money's yeah. in Saudi Arabia. The money's in China. Right. Like it, it, there's certain places where you'll find the countries that are supporting certain sides are making deals with China and it's, and China is trying to, is trying to do stuff behind the scenes. They don't do stuff directly. They manipulate things behind the scenes. It's all there. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And from, from both aspects. And, and the other thing about that, it's like, they're, it's like one side will launch a missile from a school building and then it's like, oh, we'll, we'll fire back where this missile was. And then all of a sudden you blow up a school building and it's like, you know, this is the kind of. This is why it's so complicated, it's complicated, it's extremely complicated. Yeah. And um, and then, like you said, you have China and big banks and big corporations and all this stuff that's involved and. It's where the money is <laughs> and the p unfortunately the people are are you know the suffering on both sides it's the people on both sides that are suffering the most through all of this and 
somebody is gaining through it, which really sucks. Hmm. You know, somebody like China and all this other stuff. So, yeah. Crazy, crazy world, all of this that's happening. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. On, on a positive note, um, we will get into, uh, well, actually, it's pretty much time to, to jump off here, but we're going to have um, a lot of fun with our weirder news. So, you know, definitely if you haven't joined our rise.tv, that's always, that's like the most fun that we have is really our weirder news segment. We're going to get into some really crazy stuff. And then, of course, um, we have our uh, dig deep Q&A that we're going to get into also on Rise.TV with the questions that you guys have in our, in our chat. So, um, And we so, have yeah. some really good stuff for weirder news. Yeah, so if you haven't, um, if you haven't done it, why don't you uh, treat yourself and come join us over on Rise.TV? It's only nine ninety nine a month, and uh, you get so many videos with that, and it helps support our work and keeps us going. So, um, yeah, Ben, thanks for being here and for everyone at home. We hope to see you over there on Rise.TV, where we're going to be doing all of that fun stuff. Um, so, yeah, see you then. The Bermuda Triangle is one of the most mysterious and paranormal places in the world. Ships, planes, and people disappear there, never to be seen again. Are the paranormal aspects of these disappearances really just a myth? Are the tales of boats vanishing off the face of the earth telling us something strange is going on? Why are some missing boats showing up later completely intact, but the entire crew disappeared without a trace? Most compelling of all, phantom ships are still being spotted at sea as mysterious ghost ships. And that's the truly bizarre, mysterious, and fascinating research we did for you today. So strap on your goulashes and hold on tight to the edge. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Hey, welcome to, we're going to do the dig deep, right? Yeah, we are. I'm just waiting for her to start. All right. Let's see.